Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. They tell you what they know. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. Welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this on a Saturday night after one of the most epic games in Golden One Center history. It mm. all the makings of a big game. Luka Doncic returning, playing his first game with Kyrie Irving. The Kings needing a win because they only had a one-game lead on the Dallas Mavericks. These two teams were exchanging haymakers. It was the loudest Golden One Center has ever been. And De'Aaron Fox showed out in a big way. One of the best games of his NBA career. A season-high 36 points, mm. but whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. 26 of those came in the fourth quarter and overtime. An unbelievable performance as the Kings get a monster win in a playoff atmosphere, playoff intensity. They win in overtime, 133-128. to 128. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Bob? Just a solid night all around, Deuce, from you, from the Kings. Man, I'll take it. This one, I'll remember forever. I'll remember forever. Um, not only because of, obviously, you and I getting to host together, but truly, <laughs> what De'Aaron Fox is capable of doing late in games, it's sometimes just, like, mind-boggling that a team can't figure out, can't stop it because it's unstoppable at times with that type of speed, with that type of skill set, with that type of confidence. You ain't stopping that shit. Let's go. 12 points in four, in the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. He had 14 in overtime. It was just such a clutch performance. And this was a battle tonight. And I, I was so looking forward to seeing how the Kings responded. Yeah. You find out before the game, Malik Monk's out, hurt his ankle last night in that loss to Dallas. Sabonis was questionable before the game because he took a knee right in that quad, that mm. thigh. I was like, is he going to play? He ends up playing, and he had some meaningful minutes tonight, a big double-double from him. The bench didn't show up last night. The bench was bad defensively. They had 24 points. What were they going to do without Malik Monk? They showed up in a big way, but... The lead, obviously, is what De'Aaron Fox did. And he got named to the All-Star team as an injury replacement. He should have just been in the game because he has been this good. Uh-huh. And tonight, against a team that you are fighting with in the Western Conference playoff race, he played big time. When Sabonis fouls out of the game, you're wondering, all right, how are the Kings going to respond? Fox went up to Sabonis, said something. I imagine it was... Don't worry, I got your back. I'm going to go ahead and close this one out. And just like he has done so many times this season, he closed it out late in the game. I was just absolutely impressed with De'Aaron Fox. I think it's one of those games. It says this on post game with you on NBC Sports. Like, it's one of those De'Aaron games 
that you'll remember in his career because you, there's just turning point yes. moments in someone's career. Yes. And th this year just feels like a turning point for him. And this game with the magnitude, this point of the year needing a win, he came through. He was outstanding. Yeah, I, I, I mean, absolutely. And we can break down every single thing that he did that was outstanding tonight. But it's becoming more and more consistent. Every time we are talking about it, we are talking about the same exact things that he is doing late in a game last game. We, we have uh, this crunch time tape that we go over after every game, especially after a win, just to show you like what went down to lead to that win in overtime. I swear it seemed like at times there was highlights of deer and Fox getting to the same exact spot in the same exact place and making the same exact shot at times and it was just like he would get where he wanted to get when he wanted to get it um he calls his shots and when a player is capable of doing that not only in this league in the best league in the world but late in games when a team needs it most and can rely on that guy yeah Incredible. He finishes with a season-high 36 points, 12 of 23 shooting. Morgan, double-digit free throw attempts again. 12 of 14. He was 8 of 8 from the free throw line in overtime. Mm. Knocking down important free throws. And that was significant in this game for Sacramento. There's just so much to talk about with this game. I saw a couple of people asking about the officiating. Hey, the officials were bad. The officials were bad, for sure. They, they had bad calls tonight. That's been the NBA this year. A lot of blown calls. But what I love tonight is the Kings' ability to just keep fighting. Dallas was, the way they closed that second quarter to take the lead at halftime, that was concerning, right? The Kings were up, had a significant lead. Luka scores nine in the final, like, three minutes of the second quarter, Dallas has the lead. Oh, but the Kings kept battling. Even when they were down, they kept battling, making big shots. And I thought tonight, when you just watch the defense, I know you give up 128 points. Yeah. The second half defense was much better tonight. And I just thought they were more engaged. Even from the start of this game, the first quarter on, it just felt like these two teams are two really strong offensive teams going back and forth, Big-time shots. I thought the Kings came out great tonight, and I, I was really impressed with how they responded after what transpired in the first quarter last night when they gave up 45. And it all came down to how were you going to respond in that first quarter? How were you going to come out in this game? I kept asking Matt Barnes last night, who I was with, you know, like, what, what are the Kings going to do tomorrow? What are the Kings going to do tomorrow? And it's like, just... Come out ready. Come out engaged. Come out strong. And tonight, the Kings in that first quarter, they finished shooting 64% in that first quarter. The Mavs were also shooting well in that first quarter, though. They were shooting 58%. Um, you just saw a team, two teams, that were really both playing super well, right? And I think it was nice when you had the Kings kind of pull away in that second quarter. But then, man, Luka Magic coming back there right before the half, getting the lead at the half. Things got scary for a little bit. I felt deflated, but the Kings did not. That defense late in the game by Sacramento. How many times was Dallas late in the shot clock in that game? Oh. And even when they made tough shots at the end of the shot, they were, they were forcing Dallas to work. And it was masterful and important because Luka, 
has been out for a minute, right? He's coming off the heel injury. Yeah. He had a great first half, mm-hmm. but he didn't do much damage in the second half. He had 19 points at the half, finishes with 27. Kyrie did some amazing things late, but Luca was clearly gassed. I mean, you're watching him at times just bent over, tugging at his shorts. He was beyond tired. And I, the Kings defense was great on him down the stretch. And De'Aaron Fox played some marvelous defense late in the game when Luca launched a three. He was up in him. And to me, that was the key for Sacramento tonight. Last night, there's so many communication breakdowns. Pick and roll coverages were just a mess. Tonight, it felt like there weren't as many breakdowns. It was like, yeah, Dallas had some nice plays. They execute their offense. They've got some talent from Kyrie to Luca. Hell, Josh Green, I thought, has been huge for this huge. team. But man, did they really play a much better defensive game. And something I wanted to mention that I didn't mention on the post game was that Tim Hardaway Jr. left this game, right? And that was huge for the Kings just because you know what he can produce on the offensive end, even though they added Luka Doncic tonight and didn't have Luka last night. But still, that was another guy that was a threat, um, not only from the outside last night, but also taking it in. And then you look at someone like Christian Wood, who at times seemed unstoppable right he only had three points i believe in that first half or uh early on in the game and then when he started to catch fire things started going the kings finally made adjustments he finished with 15 points in 18 minutes but when things were going hot for him i was getting a little worried he's got a little bit more physical they made their adjustments in the pick and roll the way that they were going to switch things the way that they were talking it up was much different than what it looked like last night And in a game where Dallas hits 23s, Sacramento only hit eight, eight of 32. And that's something long-term, hopefully they can get going again from three. I trust that they have enough shooting to get it going from downtown again. But during this last eight games, they're at like nine threes a game made, which would be the fewest in the NBA. But what they did tonight... Points in the paint. Yes. 74 points in the paint for the Kings. It was just absolutely amazing. I do want to stop for a second, give some love to all the people watching us live tonight. Close to 700 people watching us live after this Kings Mavericks game. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. All it does is help our channel grow. Make sure you're subscribed because we're trying to chase 10,000 subs. And we got to give love, Morgan, to people who have... a. subscribe but also new members including ryan who has been a member for seven months the jacket the scream we are live (laughs) thank you to marco for subbing donald james has been a member for nine months fire the laser he says thank you to jesus and justin for the sub bad news sour grape grapes donate two bucks what's up deuce great job on tv my man much respect thank you appreciate mace will carlin for becoming members. Gavano donates five bucks and says, fog machine fun. I do have a fog machine, by the way. Uh, The Dark Knight has subscribed, and Martin's been a member for eight months. So thank you so much. And also thank you to Mace for gifting 20 Deuce and Mo memberships on YouTube. You guys are the absolute best. Um, I I haven't heard some of these. I I put a couple of highlights in from G-Man. Okay. You, what do you want to say? You were just talking about the points in the paint before you got to yeah. everyone. And I just wanted to say with the points in the paint, they were super efficient with the way that they were scoring in the paint as well. It wasn't like a whole bunch of shots were just getting jacked up, finding offensive boards, cleaning it up. They were efficient in the restricted area. That's what you want to see from this King squad. Just making sure that they were 
making the most out of every single offensive possession. I want to hear some G-Man. End of the game. Let's, Let's hear go. what it sounded like when De'Aaron Fox had a big shot late. Harrison Barnes has it, leads it out to Fox. Fox cruises, stutter step, into the lane, floater. He's got the bucket. Two-possession lead for Sacramento. 2.51 to go in overtime. Fox has 26. It's 121-117. He had 26 at that moment. Holy. He finished with 36. Yeah. Big time free throws. And then the Kings won it at the end. Fox wastes no time. He's ready. Here's the launch for the second one. He's got it. Fox, 12 straight made free throws. He's 11 of the 12 of 14 on the night. Light the beam chant. It's about to be lit. There's a three-pointer to beat the buzzer. No good for Dallas. And Sacramento has bounced back. And in overtime, they get a five-point win, 133-128. Mm. What a memorable night of basketball for the Sacramento Kings. It is definitely a memorable night. Thank you, Steve Porter, for donating 20 bucks, saying, why not fire the laser? Morgan, you know what? we got to give the people what they want. Arm the laser. Arm in the laser! in laser in the shot! Fire the laser! Thank you. It's the rest of my energy taken out of me. I want to talk okay. about... Yeah. The crowd tonight. Holy moly. That was electric. What? Holy moly. Yeah. What a nerd thing to say. What? what a, you're such a dude. Okay, I do a lot. And I like everybody that wants to take photos with me, I always do this. Holy moly. And I do two thumbs, thumbs up. up. Um, I've been at a lot of games at Golden One Center. Yeah. And? Hundreds. For real, yeah. And wow. There have definitely been loud moments. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can remember some loud moments there. This was the loudest it's ever been. I mean, it just, it felt like a playoff game. It felt like two playoff teams yes. in like a, it felt like a playoff series. Guys were going at it. It was big shot after big shot. We talk about Fox's shot making in fourth quarter overtime. Kyrie had some unbelievable shots. I mean, that one three where he's like fading to the right, yeah. knocked it in. He had that one inside. I'm like, I don't know how you even stopped that. He had some incredible shots, but the crowd just felt so intense. It. What were your thoughts on the crowd? I thought I just, I was almost, I'm almost speechless by it. It, yeah. was, it was great. No, I felt there was something very magical about it. It, it felt um, like you're saying unreal. To an extent, I was talking to Rocky, the photographer who is obviously famous photographer, just does amazing work, has been with the Kings or in the around the NBA for so long now. And I was talking to him before the game about Arco and the crowd for some reason. Like, I was just like, yeah, have you ever heard it become that loud? And uh, and Gary St. Jean was there and he's talking about this time when Gary St. Jean was coaching and the Kings were taking on the Sonics. Yeah, 96. Like, I had never heard anything louder than that. Yeah. And he was like, you know, mostly because the floor and this, you know, goes that way. But this can get loud. Tonight, I have to follow up with him and see what he thought after tonight. Because in those big moments at the end of this game, oh, yeah, I felt it. Where you couldn't even hear Scott Freshour on the mic. In those moments are the coolest moments to be around and to experience. 
Appreciate uh, Citro donating five bucks. And beating a healthy Mavs team means I'm replacing every porch light in my neighborhood with a purple bulb, whether they like it or not. That's actually a great idea. Yes. Kings fans out there, everyone go buy purple bulbs and then go around your neighborhood and just change out the lights everywhere. Just do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that'll be fine. For sure. Luke's uh, donated five bucks. Imagine the crowd in the first home playoff game. I need to be there. Well, and that's, you talk about that home playoff or the playoff vibes. You have Mark Cuban down there in the corner. You know, you got, got, you got Mavs fans there that are rooting them on, but obviously mostly Kings fans, just a lot of coverage from national people because they want to see Luca and Kyrie in there. Oh no, don't sleep on the Kings. That's who you should be coming for. Torch brings up a good point what? that I, the crowd also drowned out the whistle on one call. No, multiple calls tonight late in the game. I'm like, I don't hear the whistle at yeah. all. It was that loud. Um, yeah, it it was it was a very magical game. I'm, you know, it's a regular season game. I'm not trying to act like the Kings just secured a game seven win, but no. you know, this time of year, you want to see how the Kings perform in big games. And let's be honest, during the seven game road trip. It was, it was up and down. They have not been playing great basketball. Mm-hmm. They played some bad teams. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride, right? Like, it hasn't been perfect all the time. So, coming off the heels of what we saw last night where first quarter was a mess, outscored them quarters two through four, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, how are they going to respond tonight? And they responded in a big-time way. I love the way that they responded as a team, but going and looking down the list of some of these individuals on this team too, Deuce, um, there's a lot of guys that we got to give love to. But one I just want to say is Kevin Herter. Some of those big moments that he had there at the end of this game, he finished with eight rebounds. You look at his stat line and it's like, all right, you know he can still do better. But finally knocking down some of those big threes, three for seven from beyond the arc, uh, finishing with 15 points and five assists. I just love what he had to add, especially late when he had that offensive board and was like, Nope, I'm going back. That was a big one. offensive rebound. Yeah, it was a huge one. And you mentioned the 15 points and five assists. Uh, the eight rebounds were significant. Huge. And he hit some big threes in the second half. I think all three, or maybe it was two of his threes, came okay. in the second half. He has been struggling from downtown, right? Like it's it's been really bad for him lately. He responded tonight. The bench, the bench play was outstanding. You know, Terrence Davis, man, I'm. I'm really happy for him. Yeah. Like a guy that's been in out of the rotation and he has these moments where you're just like, dude, he's locked in. Yes. He could score. And then he'll have defensive miscues where like Sabonis is getting irritated with him. Brown's benching. I mean, in that first game against Dallas, he was so frustrated with him. He went to key on Ellis. Ellis get in there. King still fell apart, but he was frustrated with Davis and he's coached him up on the floor tonight. Terrence Davis came in and knocked down shots, sure. But it was his energy. And that energy was, like, so needed, especially without Malik Monk in the lineup. Yes. He came in, and he's scoring. He's attacking. That alley-oop fox threw to him was nasty. The crowd exploded. He's hitting threes. He finishes with 22 points tonight. He had six rebounds, three assists. He also had two steals. The other thing is, he's had to... When you can throw a guy, sometimes on Kyrie... And Luca in a game, that's a huge asset. And I thought he was, his play 
helped the Kings win this game. He came in and sparked them off the bench. He Big time stuff from TD. Absolutely did. In so many more ways than one, right? Not only just from his energy, but his production um, on the offensive end and the defensive end. And I was telling Deuce this on the postgame show a little bit about how he was looking winded there at the end. So we're a lot of guys, right? Like this is a back-to-back. -back. You're going into an overtime. But for Terrence Davis, he is the epitome of staying ready at times. But my God, when you're not getting NBA minutes on the floor, even if you're keeping up with your conditioning, you're practicing, doing what you need to do, it's going to be difficult out there. He was asked to do a big task tonight, and that was to play late. He ended up with 32 minutes. One of those threes of his two came late in that game, in that corner, in overtime. I mean, just some huge moments from him, huge production. He ended up getting the Deepak tro uh, trophy, Deepak chain as well. Yeah, and I saw someone earlier go, oh, is Juice going to be upset he got the defensive player of the game chain when they gave up that many points? No, <laughs> I'm not, because Dallas is a good offensive team for sure. Um, and also, he made plays tonight, right? Like, yeah, it was a high-scoring game. NBA games are going to be high-scoring. I just want to see the compete level. Tonight's defense was so much better than last night's. It's not even close. Let's hear from Terrence Davis uh, talking about how uh, these games could help them prepare for the playoffs. Terrence, is an overtime win and having to battle it out like that, does that kind of make it a little sweeter? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, like, like, like we just mentioned, uh, you know, that's, it's going to be like that come playoff time. Uh, if we want to, you know, make that happen, we, we, we're going to make that happen for sure. But uh, it's going it's to be like that. You know, it's going to have some ups and downs and, you know, sometimes, you, you know, a lot of times you're going to have to fight through adversity. And uh, I think we kind of did that. Uh, we had a few leads in the first half. I think a few 10-point leads. And they, you know, closed the gap uh, pretty fast. And, you know, that's, that's adversity. And, you know, uh, we just kept going and kept knocking the, the wall down. Yeah, they did. They really did. Um, also, look at, look at that chain on him tonight. It looks so good, good dude. Good for him. Good for him. The other thing I loved about his post game is he's like, oh, yeah, De'Aaron is him. He kept giving De'Aaron love for his game. That I love was cool. it. I love it. And it, I mean, and that's what's so great too, is that <laughs> these guys are surrounded with so many good teammates. They all just empower one another and they know what De'Aaron is capable and they do rely on him. We also had a chance to talk to De'Aaron after the game. Fine in the fourth quarter in overtime. Where did you find the will to push through and produce De'Aaron? Man, it's, it's always just keep going, keep going, keep going. You want to be able to wear people down. Obviously, we were both on back-to-back, -back, so um, you just want to, you want to be able to just, just, just instill your will on a game. Um, and I think in overtime, we, we did a great job of that. Darren, this, this was a big-time performance by you. What you did in that overtime session late in the fourth quarter, I just want to know what's going through your mind late in the game when it seemed like you just absolutely took over. Uh, for me, it's, it's really just continue to try to get downhill and create something. You know, uh, if, if if teams want to allow me to just go down and uh, it's, it's myself and their big one-on-one, -on -one, um, I think my team will pick that 10 out of 10. So uh, I just try to keep getting downhill. And until they until they help, I mean, I'm going to keep shooting the ball. And that's what they tell me. Just a big win tonight, beating another Western Conference team, a team that added another star to their squad. What does this type of win mean to you and your teammates after uh, big, this a game it, like this? It's big for us. Obviously, um, you know, we didn't make any moves. Some other teams did. And uh, 
I mean, if the moves weren't there, they weren't there. But for us, um, I always say we I work with what we got in here. What we got in our locker room is what I work with. Uh, and I'm not worried about anything outside of that. So uh, regardless of who, who who's in here, that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to go out. We're going to play hard. We're going to try to win together. <laughs> that was fun. That was so fun. That was really cool. Like, <laughs> truly, this guy just had a baby, is just made an all-star team, playing on the second night of a back-to-back in, like, he was a great historic last night too. name. And it was great last night. Back-to-back, historic game, and really found it within, dug deep to get this win with his team. I mean... I don't, that's not on the stat sheet. And that's something you, you can't just measure and keep track of every single game. But for all the people that have doubted him for so long that he doesn't have that, I don't know what else this guy needs to do to prove to you that he does. what do you think about the end of the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a little bit uh, frustrating at the end. Uh, when Fox had the steal and dunk to put the Kings up by one at 112-111. Yeah. I was like, oh my, this place is going ape shit hmm. right now. It's it's crazy. Next play, um, TD gets tangled up with Dwight Powell. Yep. They call a foul. <sighs> I hated that call so much. And I'm like, I guess they kind of got hooked. But like, do you call that? Like, is that really significant? Brown challenges it. They lose it. So Powell goes to the line. He makes one of two to make it 112-112. So Fox comes down, misses a good-looking jumper, Still tap at 112. Sabonis grabs Powell's jersey on a Kyrie miss. Oh, that was bad. Sabonis, I could tell, was tired from this game. He, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's fine through. He played 41 minutes, gave you 22 points, 14 rebounds on 10 to 12. He had some fouls tonight that were like, I'm the t- I'm kind of tired. And he yeah. totally grabbed Powell's jersey. So Powell goes to the line 114 to 112. Then Sabonis has a putback to tie it up at 114. Fox... After a, a Dallas miss, has the ball. Kings had time to maybe like talk things over. Nine seconds, maybe. And Fox launches a three for the win. He missed it. We go to overtime. You know, obviously, it sounds like we're nitpicking here because he was awesome. Kings win the game. We're just breaking it down. I would have loved to see him try to get to his mm-hmm. spot because what he did tonight when he got to his spot, was like it was so lethal. Maybe it wasn't there. He settles for a three, misses the shot. Well, I believe it was Powell and Kyrie that ended up throwing that double at him, and there's maybe two seconds left on the clock. And whether it was his shot clock awareness or um, he just knew he had to get something up, I think that's what led to settling for that. It needed to be a downhill moment from when he had in the backcourt on. We've seen Deer and Fox turn on the Jets even in the half court, but that's where it needed to turn be. Turn the fucking Jets on! Yep. Turn the fucking Jets on! And I go, did it not happen that way because of being tired mentally and physically where you just don't think and click like that? You go, oh, we have enough time. Let me try and find something um, where I think it could have just been that, maybe even get to a free throw line, whatever. But hey, he missed it. It went to overtime, and that's when things just even got even more wild. Yeah, like. he was huge in overtime. He won them the game. Sean in the chat says, Sabonis goes from questionable to 41 minutes. Domas built different. Yes. That was a dog performance, Morgan. He was a dog. And not only that, we asked him about that when we talked to him on Friday. Um, you did. <laughs> you 
like you asked him something about breaking his hand and playing through oh, it. I was like, dude, you get hit in the face more than anyone I see. Like, I think it's every game you get hit in the face, you get knocked to the ground, your thumb is injured right now. Like, how are you this tough? And then he is like, oh, you know, it's my offhand. I'm like, yeah, but here's you're still just as good. That's Even it. with the injury, it's not like hey, he's fighting through it, and it's like, man, he's, Just he's not as, as effective. He's been great, and like tonight, you know, the foul trouble, fouling out, not ideal. He was guessed, but for him to fight through that on the second night of a back to back, I'm telling you, most most guys in this league are not fighting through that. You nope. know what they're doing? They're going, I'm going to take tomorrow off. Mm-hmm. I'll be back Monday. I mean, you and, get paid either way. Yeah, that guy wants to play. Yes. His hands wrapped up. Yes. He got absolutely need in that quad yesterday questionable for the game gets treatment all day goes through the warm-ups he plays tonight and gives that's just a big time performance and it just those are the things too with the team that i think go such a long way it makes other guys want to bring it every night like hey may we fight through this little together I'm i'm not again if you're really hurt you're really hurt for sure i'm not saying don't fight through it but fighting through it battling through adversity challenging yourself battling through mental fatigue Fighting through it. This team has done that this year, not only from injury with Sabonis, fighting through it, Keegan, the same thing, but then the mental toll it can take on you when yeah. you're not in the rotation. That's where I go to someone like Terrence Davis again. Terrence Davis could be pouting, pissed off, going, I dropped 30-plus on the Nets on national TV, helped win a game. I did this, but you yank me out. He could be getting frustrated with Mike Brown, coaching him up, mm-hmm. but being coachable matters. Being able to fight through the challenging times and be ready to go and Facing not sit adversity. there and pout. And the Kings don't, like, that's the one thing with this group. And they, they don't pout about not playing. They don't pout about a lot of things, about injuries, about not playing. Mike Brown sets a tone, sets a standard. And if that standard is not met, then you'll be out of the loop. And what you've noticed, or what it feels like, is that everyone buys in to meeting that standard because no one wants to feel like the odd man out. There's some sort of, there's some sort of sense of pride you can feel around this team um, with the way that they go out there for one another each and every night. And that's why when you do hear Monty McNair in his press conference, talk about not wanting to break up, you know, adding a guy and changing the energy or changing personalities or whatever. I know some people will just think that's an excuse. And I mean, I still, Wanted to see some tweaks at the trade deadline, especially with some of the players that we saw um, come into the Western Conference for some second round picks. But at the same time, I completely understand the mindset of that. Um, And then there's another play I want to talk about, and I don't know if it was in overtime or the fourth quarter. I love what Morgan does. I know. Um, Offensive possession for the Dallas Mavericks and a ball comes on the floor someone in our chat mentioned that and mm. i had that highlighted to read yeah big john donated five bucks and oh. says the mvp of the game was that lady who dropped the ball onto the floor with the Mavs having three seconds left in the possession shifted dude. the momentum dude i told him i turned to morgan up there i'm like morgan that's yeah. pretty significant i'm like that's if i'm dallas i'm pissed yeah ball goes on the floor and the official blows a timeout to kick it off in the and there, there's three point, yeah, jokingly tee him up. And then there was 3.9 seconds on the shot clock. That was tough. No, it was tough. It's like, you know, a lot of their 
possessions or some of their possessions were coming down to the wire anyway because the Kings were doing a good job defensively or they just weren't creating and getting what they needed. So that was happening often, but it was crucial at when the timing of that happened um, to let a little foam ball come on the floor. That was so bad. I was looking at some of my notes from the overtime session. I know that Sabonis had five fouls. Uh, it was 121-117 after Fox, that Euro, uh, Euro step score he had. Dude, he's pulling oh off this shit God. in the o in overtime. Like, I I hope you guys understand what we're witnessing with Fox. Like, this is this is big time shit. This isn't like yes. hey, like th this guy's like having a hot night. He's just knocking down shots. Like he is making moves late in game, knocking down shots, literally getting to all the spots he wants to get to. And you know the Dallas Mavericks coaching staff, they know where he wants to get. Mm -hmm. They know what he wants to do. Everyone in the league is aware of what he's done in the fourth quarter. This isn't like, oh, he's having... And he still does it. Christian Wood even came up at one point... Or, I'm sorry, I'm just talking about defensively what guys were trying to do on De'Aaron, and there was this one possession early on. Uh, Christian Wood had the decision to either commit to De'Aaron or keep falling back. You keep falling back, De'Aaron's going to stop and pop right there. He has such amazing body control. But instead, Christian Wood takes one extra step to try and commit, but wanted to get back to his guy, which I believe was Chemeze Metu at the time. Yes, it was. And De'Aaron Fox notices it right away, makes the quick decision to throw it up, making Metu a lob threat, throws it down. Just incredible. Yeah. Just like his quick decision-making, whether it's from beyond the arc or getting into the paint, he has just taken every aspect of his game to another level. Sabonis fouled out with a minute 27 to go in overtime, and it was a tough sequence. He got switched on the Luka, and he reached. Why are you reaching there? You're I'm tired. tired. Terrible matchup. Luka, on, you know, defending Luka with Sabonis is rough. So I was interested. All right, what, what's Brown going to do? And he did the right thing. He put Trey Lyles in the game. Trey Lyles, small ball five. I want to see go. more of it, man. I And I, he could knock down a three. He could stretch the floor. He could put the ball on the floor. You, him being in in that final minute 37 was nice. He finishes, by the way. Trey Lyles, 14.6 rebounds. He also had three assists mm. um, in an offensive rebound in there as well. Um, what did you think about the sequence when uh, Fox had the offensive rebound? He got knocked around. They call it jump ball. He was flopping Here, a little bit. Here's my issue. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, he lost his balance. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did get hit it's a physical game you're going to get hit would that be deemed a foul if it was Luka Doncic absolutely right you saw it early on in this game when I forget who it was that swiped um near or no it was Luka swiped down on Sabonis totally comes across his arms they don't even call how do they not call that they just I know. Said, oh, out of bounds I know so my point is like they're gonna have their hit and misses um De'Aaron did a great job at later on in this game before that jump ball happened where he was going baseline. He recognized that the official was right there baseline and was like, I'm going to draw this foul. And even though I'm no, I'm not going to make this baseline jumper. So right there in that moment, Deuce, he was trying to get the foul called, but obviously that's why a jump ball was well, called. Well, the Kings won the jump ball. Then Herter scores on like a third chance for the Kings, 127-123. Kyrie comes down, knocks down this incredible fadeaway three. Uh, and then Fox is fouled, knocks down free throws. Kings end up surviving this one.
De'Aaron Fox, massive, 133, 128 in overtime. The Kings lead on the Mavs back to two games in the Western Conference. Uh, let's hear from uh, Mike Brown after this Kings win over the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Fox's game, he had a great game. And, you know, I told him after uh, I told him when I was addressing the team, you know, that's what all-stars are supposed to do. That's mm. what your, your, your top guy is supposed to do. you gotta you got to make the game easier for your teammates in big games like this and or you got to go score for us uh, because they're, they're an experienced defensive team that uh, that has that have had a lot of uh, good playoff runs and and they know how to defend and they know how to defend in a lot of different ways and so Foxy to step up and score the way he did uh, was what we needed from uh, one of our guys tonight. Yeah, he was big. Uh, he also talked about after the game. Uh, the adjustments on Luca because Luca has 19 in the first half. He finishes with 27 in the game. If 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 they're going to win the game, it's not going to be because uh, uh, Luca's going to score. So every time he touched the ball uh, on the block, we just sent a double team. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I give our guys credit; they doubled the right way. They came out of the double team the right way. And, um, you know, you're not going to stop a guy like that, but when you double-team him, you just hope to make him work, and you hope to have somebody else shoot the ball from, from, from time to time. Yeah, and that, that's key, Morgan, because they definitely did that more. And Luca has so much size. And I was worried, man. He was getting some buckets in that first half. It was cool. like, I don't know what they do, right? Like, HB's got some size, but that can still be a challenge because Luca is – He's a big dude. Like, he's a big. He's like a big chunky, girthy dude. He's gonna play physical. But he's physical. also a like tall yeah. dude. And his shot, his release is so high up. It it doesn't matter if it's Harrison Barnes on him or not. TD, same thing. Mm. And you know, TD was battling, but okay. So in the second half, when they're throwing that double, and it's dangerous, right? They throw Fox over there. I think uh, TD doubled once. I forget who was defending Luke on that play, but he knocked the ball away, which was huge. But when you double. Luca can kill you on it because he can carve you up his vision, right? Yes. One, Luca had a no look lob tonight. Oh, it was so disgusting. That was the pal, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I, it, I forget. Pal or McGee. It was disgusting. Oh. But they would come in, dig, they would recover. And you have to, especially with his ability, he'll he will pinpoint laser pass into the corner when you're like, How did he make that? Yes. And so it's on the Kings defense to be locked in and be able to rotate and they did they they'd run them off the line every once in a while they still knocked down 23s but they did not knock down as many in the second and half. you talk about individuals being locked in and ready to rotate it wasn't only that you saw a time when kevin herter was switched on luca and had a huge defensive moment on luca contesting his shot uh making sure he was going to miss it it was just a great moment by kevin herter who obviously hasn't been shooting great from the outside but still a big defensive play by him too shout out to everyone watching us live 750 plus here Holy hanging out with moly. us on a saturday night thank you to bob for subscribing and bobby shout out to lizzie member for nine straight months so what's up to Samo? Shout out to Ray. He's been a member for five. Says Fox is showing why he has always been an all-star. Yeah, he's been big. Make sure if you're here, hit the thumbs up button. We should be at like 500 thumbs up. Oh. All that does is help our channel grow. It's you hit the thumbs up more and more NBA out NBA holics. Yeah, there you go. NBA obsessed people. <laughs> Get our channel. Kings fans around the world get to see what we're doing after games, and we can keep building this community. So make sure to do that. We should mention that tonight's night chat presented by 
Sean Stanfield over rates.com slash Sean Stanfield. Why did I hesitate on that? Because you're trying. Ah, uh, yeah. Rate.com slash Sean Stanfield and guaranteed rate. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a home, it doesn't matter if you're in Sacramento. You could be anywhere. Sean can walk you through the process. Can I afford to buy a house? Ask Sean. Literally. Does just it make, ask him. Does it make sense for you to buy a house? Ask Sean. Ask Sean. Do you know you want to buy a house and you need help to go through the process? Sean and his team over at Guaranteed Rate will walk you through it because they've got all the tools to make your purchase experience seamless. He's also a big Kings fan. He's super happy that the Kings were able to light the beam tonight and maybe they'll light the, his own beam when you buy a house, you know? Really? Is that what he does? Is that something you've well, talked to him about? Just a laser it's He's a laser like, pen. Oh, yeah. I helped. I helped another yeah. deuce bag and Moron. And he lights a laser pen. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he gives you a laser pen to light when you get your new that house. Would, yeah, we're, we're saying that right now. Anyway, go, Sean. Hit him up. Rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Connect with Sean and his team. Access the tools that will make your experience so, so positively different. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. org. Thanks so much to our friends at... Guarantee! Right. Guarantee! Right! Also presented by a New York Times bestselling author. She's got a new book out that has been crushing it! The one and only T.R. Reagan. Her new book is called Such a Beautiful Family, but it's a thriller and buckle the hell up. Buckle up. Because it's dark, it's twisted. Yeah. For so many years, I couldn't even read her thrillers because I was scared shitless. And now I've, I'm have i four books into one of her most famous series, the Lizzie Gardner series. It's the scariest thing of my life. And I mean that in a good way. If you want to feel all the feels, but also have a great story, you should check out TR Reagan books. You can go to amazon.com or go to trreagan.com. Speaking of a great story. Yeah. She got turned down for like 25 years. Yeah. She kept trying to publish books and all the book publishers. No. You're not. Not. You, you suck. Ugh. Your writing's terrible. You know what she did? Followed her dream, bitches. She self-published. Yeah, she did. And what happened? Boom! Explosions. Oh my god, people like your stuff. So it's it's a good story too. Just her grind. So uh check it out on Amazon. Also, I never promote the fact that uh we have a store, deuceandmo.com, <laughs> yeah. that if you guys do want merch, you can get it. Deuceandmo.com. We've got a ton of merch, including our NWO style shirts, Deuce and Mo OG. Uh oh, how about the Deuceible one that might be coming back into Style now because my hair is back. Oh, is that what it does? That how it flows? Okay. We, we've got the new logo too. <laughs> we've got a night chat logo. We got a tower records version. It's all at deuceandmo.com. Hoodies, crewnecks, t-shirts, zip-ups. You find it all at deuceandmo.com. Appreciate everyone's support of the podcast as we continue to build this thing. It's been really fun. It's been so much fun. Yeah. And by the way, thank you everyone too that comes up to us um all night long at the Kings game, just saying things like, why not hit that thumbs up? Yeah. Uh, we are live. Fire the laser. All the, all of our best hits. Just thank you. Okay, guys, don't say, I'm not going to say anything, but just hold on. Go to the car. What's up, Deuce? Oh, <laughs> how do you know you're on? What's up, Deuce? I'm out. Oh how are you? Wait, wait, wait. Light the beam. Wait, wait. What oh, happened to your voice, he lost Nick? His voice. Well, I do want to say because I was yelling tonight at the game, <laughs> and I said, 
Why not like the bean? Why not like the bean? Wait, wait, Nick, 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 Nick. A couple of questions. First of all, show your face. Back up. Back up from the camera. Thank, thank you. you Thanks. Show that smile of yours. Okay, Nick, real fast. You've been to a lot of Kings games over the last years. Was this the loudest it's ever been? Yes, and I do want to. I do want you to play this song. I'm gonna play this song about Morgan to say it. Oh, I'll do it only Nick, because I feel Nick, so I feel your voice is. Go- Were you yelling that much at the game? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Arm the laser. Arm in the laser. Begin laser ignition. Fire the laser. Hey. Hey, Morgan. Do it great yeah. anymore? Yeah. yeah. Why not like the bean? Why not like the bean? Why okay, not like Nick, the bean? Nick. I, first of all, I love oh. all the medals behind you because you're a special Olympian and you are just killing it with all the wow. medals. Uh, you're you were you screaming the entire game? What were you saying when you were screaming tonight? Defense. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That will get you. All right, all right. Uh, any other thoughts? So we go to Phoenix on Tuesday. We go to Phoenix on Tuesday. And we lost you, Mick. It froze. Tuesday. Okay. Oh God. We got it. We got it. We got to be Phoenix. Keep good. Keep doing. What- Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bill so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you you're doing game with new games and no, you're on your way to the All-Star. And you're on there your way you to the All-Star. All right, uh, sleep beams and sleep rest beams. that voice, okay? Sleep beams. All right, there's Nick checking in on Discord. Uh, you can always check in on Discord, too. We don't we, we stop promoting Discord. We stop promoting a lot of different things, merch. Uh, if you ever want to join our Discord, join all the crazy Kings fans there chatting nonstop. You can also put yourself uh, in the voice chat, and we'll talk to you there on night chats. Yeah, it's Dude, a good time. his voice was Gone. No, gone. Well, that, I mean, if, you know, we keep telling you how loud tonight was, if that doesn't show enough evidence, I don't know what will. All right, Morgan. Um, any other thoughts from this specific game tonight? Um, um, I like Trey Lyle, small ball five. I thought Keegan had some nice moments defensively in the first half. Yeah. He's got to stop hesitating, launching shots. I said after last game, I want him to launch threes yep. when you're open he hesitated a couple of times tonight and i know he didn't play a lot of minutes end up only playing 28 minutes in this game 5.6 rebounds three assists but he had some nice moments i think brown just elected to roll with td who was playing well wanted hb in there who struggled with the shot five of 16 tonight but um yeah keegan did not play down the stretch yeah and you know i think it was one of those games for him where he just wasn't um playing confidently 
I, I hate calling it confidence. It's almost because I feel like he's not the type of guy that loses confidence. He's just not playing assertive, I guess you could say, right? Um, yeah, he, at times he looks more like, hey, I, I'll be nice and I'll let everyone else kind of figure it out. And, I, and I'm here and I'll try and make everyone better. And it's like, no, 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 no. You, you are... You're the chosen one. <laughs> we need you to continue at a high level going forward. And that means sometimes you're going to chuck up some shots that you're not going to feel comfortable with, but it's sometimes going to be the best looking shot of the offensive possession. Uh, a couple other thoughts. I mentioned this a little bit on the pre-show, but for the podcast people, tonight was probably one of my favorite nights of my professional career. Mm. Um. I, for those who don't know, I was with Morgan tonight on NBC Sports California for pre and post game, and it was the first time I got to experience it for a home game. Yeah. And for it to be this home game, I hated the Mavericks growing up as a kid. Hell yeah. Going back to O2 when people acted like- <laughs> Love this. Um, the Mavs are better <laughs> than the Kings, and you know what the Kings did? Mopped them up in five games. Then the only time they beat the Kings in the playoffs was when Weber hurt his knee in game two in Dallas. And the Kings still took them to seven games. Mm. Those teams were frauds. The Kings were better. And I hated the narrative surrounding it. So I still don't like Dallas to this day. Back to what I was going with, though. <laughs> to experience that tonight. To experience one of my, uh, the loudest games in Gold One Center history, a big game, a win. For someone who grew up in Sacramento, grew up being a Kings fan, and being able to do that tonight, I, I'm, I'm like on the ultimate high right yeah. now. Like, it was just such a, yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, no, and I, I know you and I have been able to talk a little <laughs> bit since after the game, and... um. I feel like we've mostly been at a loss of words of how we feel. It's, yeah. it's, it's that type of out-of-body experience. I mean, you know, I always try to... <laughs> this is going to sound funny. I always try to, like, high-five Deuce or, like, fist-pound Deuce before um, we call a, a G League game together. Or, you know, like, he'll kind of, like, give me the fist-pound and be like, whatever. We'll do your thing. Tonight, how I knew... You were on a different level. Deuce was like tapping me for a high five after a big deer and fox moment. He was giving me a fist pound after a good segment on the show. Like we were just vibing, feeling it. And like, I just feel so lucky. Not only that we get to experience all of this together um, because this is something we love so much, but it's not only us. I just think about how all the people that come up to us tonight, all the people that join us on this night chat, uh, night after night, it's like we're experiencing it with thousands of people at the end of the day. And it's just, it's so, so cool to be a part of this community. Yeah. The fact that after a Kings win like that, I'm like, I got to this week as someone who grew up in Sacramento, my career has led me that we interviewed Damana Sabonis on a show. So and then cool. after a game, we're talking to De'Aaron Fox. And what I believe is one of the best games he's ever had in his, his career. A game you'll that you'll remember. It. And like, so it just, it was cool. It was a really cool moment. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm just grateful for it. <sighs> now we can breathe. Oh, and tomorrow? Off. 
a day off. Uh, oh my, don't just off. A, it's just like a prep off. day, a prep day for Monday, and I do the 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 air finger things because I'm like, no, I can. I'm I, watching I, the game. Yeah, I, the, the Daily Show Monday on morning. Monday. The Daily Show on Monday. I'm I. I'm changing my routine. I'm just going to go in cold all the time and just talk. I would love that. Let's check in with Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Young Jamie is here. What's up, Jamie? Hi, Deuce. Hi, Morgan. What's up, man? How are you? I'm amazing. How are you guys? Mm. We're good. Why are you so amazing? Well, because the Kings won tonight. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow we got the Super Bowl. Oh. I'm excited for that. I'm I'm really excited for the, for the halftime performance, though. Rihanna. Oh yeah. What what song do you think she's gonna lead off with? Oh yeah. I I I really like Umbrella. Like under my umbrella. Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey, hey. Yeah. What do you think yeah. that they're gonna lead off with, Deuce? <sighs> I don't know. I haven't given it much thought, but Shine she's gonna put on a shirt like a diamond. That's a good one. Yeah. What's your guys' score for? for that game tomorrow oh score prediction i don't know i i yeah i don't do score predictions like that i think the chiefs are gonna win okay um, i disagree I, with you that's fine you're a jacksonville jaguars fan what do you know wow yeah i don't you don't know anything about winning anything oh he's also a king's what, fan why because mark brunel once like led you at some point why are you talking that's- shit yeah that's so mean sorry do, for do you know uh um <laughs> Mark Brunel, do you know who that is? Yeah, he's. I think he's like. I think he is a quarterback coach for the Lions now. That's great knowledge, but yeah, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the game. It should be fun if if um, Mahomes is healthy enough to be mobile. It's gonna be interesting. I don't know. It's gonna be a good game. The Eagles front's <laughs> legit. It's been a couple of weeks. Mahomes had time to you know heal up. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. What would you guys think about tonight's win? Oh, well, I don't even give a damn about the Super Bowl after tonight's win, honestly. Like, I'm still, I'm just on this high of, I was excited to break down and watch Kyrie and Luca and go, Mm -hmm. okay, what is is this Mav squad going to look like with these two star players on their team? But then the Kings outshine them. In so many different ways. Sure, I'm biased. Like, that's what I'm looking for in so many different ways as I'm about to break them, break down the game before and after. But at the same time, it was truly a magical experience uh, watching these guys yeah, play. And, you know, I think that's one thing we haven't talked a lot about is just the Kyrie Luka first game thing. I mean, I yeah. it's... When Luka was tired down the stretch of that game, Kyrie made some big-time plays. And offensively... I know a lot of people don't like Kyrie, obviously. Duh. All right, there's many yeah. reasons for that off the court, on the court stuff. But when it comes to just him as a basketball player, the guy is unbelievably talented. He's one of the better players. He gets to his spots. He can knock down a shot. He can get to the rim, his handles. He could pass it. It's disgusting. So, I mean, I think offensively at times, they're going to be pretty dynamic, and it's on the Dallas team to keep kind of playing faster challenge themselves yes. to keep playing with pace. That pace you know it's it's tough with Luca sometimes um the other thing too is Josh Green I think Josh Green we I think it's now six straight games for him in double figures he's in his third year that guy wow is going to be able to help Luca 
and Kyrie so much because he moves without the ball. He can he knock cuts. down the three. The guy's tough. Yep. He will finish inside. He will finish with contact. He'll Hell knock yeah. down the three. He had 23 points tonight, Morgan, and he played 40 minutes, 8 of 12 shooting 5 of 6 from 3. Yeah, he, he was he's fun to watch and um, just a guy... Uh, the type of guy that they yeah. need, right? That can also be there, spot up in the corner when Luca or Kyrie drives to the basket and makes all the defense collapse on them. Hey, Jamie, hey. did you watch? Were you you weren't at the game tonight, were you? No, I was supposed to go tonight, mm. but uh, my dad he came back from work tonight today and said that he didn't feel good, so he couldn't go. Okay. Did you watch the game? Yeah, I watched it. Me and my friend Dylan, we made a bet on the game that uh, because we're gonna hang out tomorrow. And we made a bet that whoever he was rooting for the Mavericks because he just doesn't like the Kings somehow. So then, um, I so then we made a bet that whoever, whatever team lost, uh, we had to we were gonna give each other a dare. So my dare for him, we're gonna go to a to a, the corner store by my house tomorrow. And he's gonna buy me whatever I want him to buy me tomorrow. Hell yeah, that, that's a dare. Yes, or? it is a dare because you have to spend money on that. I dare you to buy anything. I, I ask love it. For. I love okay. it. What What are you gonna make yeah, him buy yeah. you? What are you gonna make him buy you? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. I, I can gonna, tell you what I would have done when same. I was when I was thirteen. Okay, for your, your okay. answer first. Go, Jamie. What What are you gonna make him buy you? Uh, nerds clusters. Okay, that's a good one. Um, and. Probably if they have some prime energy, probably take some of that. Okay. Um, probably some Chex Mix. Okay. Love Chex Mix. Oh okay. How much money does this kid have? Oh, oh, there's there's no limit on this at all. Oh, I mean, you're Must thinking like nice. twenty bucks, but, right? You know, I'm I'm gonna I'll I'll go a little easy on him. I'll go like three things. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. What are your yeah. three things? I got uh, mine. I would go. The first thing that pops in my mind: Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy Apple. Nice. And mm, okay. a, a Mountain Dew back in the day. Wow. I'm talking about not now. Yeah. No, no, no. I would never put that in my body now. So I'm with you, uh, Jamie. I would do three things, and my three things would be yeah. a Gatorade that someone would have to buy me or a Powerade. I was a huge Powerade fan. I um, love Powerade. Good. Yes. Hell yes. I just had some. I just had some before I called in. Okay. Oh my God. That's okay. Really so, good for you at 1130 okay, at night. Who cares? Yeah. A Powerade, uh, Reese's Pieces, and a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, I love Cool Ranch Doritos. Yep. Uh, I'm, have you guys tried Prime yet at all? Because that's really good. No. Is that an energy drink you said? Uh, they're, the Logan Paul and KSI, they just released an energy drink about it. But, God, you're uh, such a 13 year old, dude. That's such a 13 year old <laughs> thing to say. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon, Jamie. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Uh, Roman in the chat says, what the F, Apple? Uh, what's what's better than Apple? Apple's pretty good Aff for Laffy Aff Taffy. Laffy Taffy, dude, back in the day. I'm not talking about now, but, dude, back in the day. La and that's the other thing. Laffy Taffy's weren't that expensive. Like, when I got to go to the corner store, it was like Airheads something that was under a dollar. Airheads are more expensive. So yeah. Jawbreakers back in the day. You ever have jawbreakers? Yeah. Yeah. My, someone, Limit heads? Someone dies with a jawbreaker in one of my mom's books. Spoiler. Well. I mean, it's not a big deal story. All right. Let's go, go next uh, to Praneel, our 16-year-old basketball mind. What's up, Praneel? What's up? How are you guys doing? Good. Praneel, I got to be honest, man. Oh, Tonight was so fun. Aww. It was just so fun, not only from a professional experience, but what De'Aaron Fox did tonight <sighs> was disgusting. Yeah, um, my dad was there. I'm sure you guys, I, I, told, right. I told Deuce on here on the discord um but yeah my dad was there and 
Um, it, he, he kept telling me, he kept showing me these videos and he was like, he kept telling me that, you know what? I think this year's real. And before, before this game, he's been watching games on and off. He's been like, well, I don't know, man. I, he always gives these sadistic quips like, oh, wow, same old Kings. Oh, wow, they're losing again, as I expected. <laughs> you know, those same old, like, those little quips that he always gives. And I always shrug them off. But, like, tonight, tonight felt like I felt a change from him. He sent me a picture with him in the beam because he was with his friends. And he looked like, he, you, you know what? I feel like he's finally believing. And I might come out sooner rather than later because if he's starting to believe, then that means I have a ride and I have someone to pay my ticket. So, I'm gonna be knows, honest. Man? I'm gonna be real honest with you. If you were my son, <laughs> if you were my son, I would take you to every game possible. Aww. And I'm just so disappointed in your dad. Wow. Like, <laughs> you just missed one of the Epic Kings games probably in your life. Oh my god. And he was selfish to go with a friend when he should have brought you. And I I hope uh, you I hope you remind him of that. <laughs> I mean, I am gonna use that against him for being honest. I yeah. will, I will use this as as um as as guilt tripping material, not to be not to be a bratty son, but like yeah. But anyways, I, I don't think he really had a choice. It was like his friend had like a client thing, and like his the, he was never gonna use it. His like company gave it to him, and then he just had four tickets. He was just gonna invite some friends, and if kids came, the company would probably find out, and we'd probably get in trouble. So he just invited some of his friends. It was funny. I have like, one of my best friends, Ashley, I grew up with. Uh, she brought her son to the game. She's got free tickets. They're not like basketball fans at all. The kid's like seven, about to turn eight. It was his first time at a game. And I'm like telling her, I'm like, this is a, you're in a big game yeah. tonight. I'm like, this is, this is really big. And she, Luca, Kyrie, she wouldn't know them from anybody. Like she doesn't yeah. know who they are. No. But it was just interesting to see like who ends up at games sometimes. Um, Curious, uh, I'm sure you watched the game. What are some things yeah. that jumped out to you tonight? Um, first of all, it was I, I didn't watch the first the horrific first quarter of last game. I was at the gym, but I caught the rest of the game. Um, and all I know is that the defensive intensity of today's game was really reminiscent of the fourth quarter of last game. Yeah. Where De'Aaron De'Aaron was horrific in my opinion. This was I think one of his best defensive games after his best defensive quarter in last um yesterday's fourth. He was hounding Kyrie, he was hounding Luca um very quick laterally, which is something that he's always been able to do. And what I liked the most was when it came down to in the clutch situations, in the last possession even, Davion was on Davion was in the game. TD was in the game. But De'Aaron said, you know what? I'm guarding Kyrie. I'm guarding the guy that's been killing us that entire fourth quarter. And he yes. took that. He took Kyrie and Kyrie didn't do anything. And I think the last like two minutes of overtime, he Kyrie was not that big of a factor. Well, outside of that ridiculous, like yeah, sidestep yeah. three that he made, that was dude, Kyrie just blows my mind. Every single time I watch him, I'm just like shocked by the things he does. Morgan, yeah, I, I do. It was amazing. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up, Morgan. Your perspective on De'Aaron, like De'Aaron's defense this year, has taken such a big step. And I think one of the things that he just does defensively now is just like just getting the guys. Yes, like don't be afraid. You guys like, go into guys and be physical. He had that one on Luca I referenced earlier, where Luca was forced into a tough three because De'Aaron was into him. What's crazy about this, you guys, is usually I'd expect. Like, oh, if, hey, if you don't have the defensive instincts, you don't have them. And with De'Aaron, the knock was never, like, not capable of, of being instinctual on the defensive end. It was 
why isn't he being more aggressive with guys when he has the ability, the athleticism, um, but the ability to 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 move from side to side? His lateral movement is there because he is so quick, right? It was it felt like it was an effort thing at times, and I think at sometimes. In some seasons, it was because no one was holding him accountable. No one was taking that out of him. And he was like, I'm chill. I'll rest until I get to the other end. When really what he realized was it was only going to elevate his game on the other end. It was only going to push him mentally and physically to another level if he got up and guys and stepped up on the defensive end. And that's what he's done. Well, and I think the other thing to add on to that, Morgan, you, I think sometimes – all that losing, and you're right, the lack of structure, accountability, those things matter. But not to excuse it, but you know, when you're a young player and you've been and you haven't had that structure, you haven't had that guidance, you haven't had the accountability. Ah. And when you do try to play defense, it doesn't matter because you have guys behind you that are just not Second in the right spot. The yep. You know what Bagley again, I don't want to bring up old I shit, know. but like but when you have Bagley and Buddy out there and Defensive Why guys, it, it just it it it's deflating. It's it's really deflating. And Fox had to you know carry a lot of pressure offensively then, and it's just they've made they put the better team around him. They have a coaching staff that's better. The Kings may not. This current Kings roster is not always going to be good defensively. They're going to have their breakdowns, but you're seeing some glimpses of like, oh, okay, they can be good enough. Yes. Now. They have to build on it. They can't be giving up 40-plus point quarters like they did in that first quarter against Dallas last night. But a lot of that happened from the bench. So, I don't know. I, I'm just excited to see where it goes from here. This is this is big moments of the season, and I thought Fox played a, a big-time role tonight, Perniel. Yeah, yeah. And one thing that I thought was pretty interesting was, like, I think Katie mentioned on the broadcast, um, De'Aaron is, I think, third now on the team in defensive rating, which is amazing. And um, not only that, um, you were you were talking about this, about, like, him being checked out. Coming into his – coming into the NBA, De'Aaron was lauded as, like, a defensive prospect. He was yep. talked about as a guy that can move his feet laterally, move – like, have instincts, just do the entire thing, be that lockdown defender. And, like – Coming into the league, for me, it's always been an effort thing. I felt like De'Aaron's always had that extra gear where he just shows it off these little five-minute stretches in the fourth quarter where he's able to, like, just take someone completely off the face of the map sometimes. And you you never saw it consistently until this year, whenever you're seeing it more and more. And he's realizing that, you know what, to make this team reach the next level, I have to be the head of the snake. I have to be the guy that sets the tone defensively. I can't rely on guys that come off the bench like Davion, who's always been a big tone setter for us whenever he's been on the team. But like Diaz realizing that, you know what? It has to be me, the guy that's going to step up here, set the tone defensively and be that dog. Just come out, poke, poke a couple steals, get a couple fast break dunks, get those, get those points and get, get in the defender's head and just get them off their rhythm. The way that we've seen Davion do. And he's second. He's night so of a doing that a lot more. Second. I have a back to back too. And that's in an and, overtime and coming up <laughs> with big shots, playing defense. That was some big time shit. Uh, Perineo, I great breakdown of what you saw from Fox tonight. I, I imagine, you, did you like what you saw from uh, the pregame and postgame oh. show? Uh, oh, yeah. What's your breakdown of Deuce and Mo? I'll I mean, be completely honest. I was refing. I was, I was making money, Deuce. You can't, you can't get mad at me. I was, I refed from two to seven and I hard. actually started late watching the game. And then 
I left immediately after because my mom started asking me about the dishes and I had to make up an excuse because I really didn't want to do the dishes. And forgetting he's 16. And since the end of the game to like now, I've been working on my Model UN paper because I have a deadline in actually 24 hours from now to submit a paper um, so that I can be um, be able to get, receive an award for something. So, okay, yeah, well, I've, been, I've been working since then. Go work on that. Good luck uh, and getting that done. And We're proud of you. Keep grinding. And we appreciate you checking in You're as always, best. man. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye, dude. He's, I love that kid. We tried talking to it one time. We're like, oh, yeah, you didn't watch. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, this, and this, and trying to win an award and writing 700 papers. And, oh, my mom made me do the dishes. Jason in the chat says, Domas changed the culture. He wrote it like 800 times, like Bart Simpson oh. would write on the chalkboard in The Simpsons. Fresh reference, Deuce. You didn't sound old at all there. Um, <laughs> no, but... yeah, No, he... Domas did. I mean, I think Mike Brown did too, but you have to have players that are receptive. And I'm telling, I made a note of it. How many times did I say that before the season? It was after the end of season press conference, Fox talked. And Fox, I was like, man, this guy is like saying he didn't have a good year. And he talked about a need for structure and accountability. Mm -hmm. When someone, it's, it's, it's like people just in your everyday life when they, yeah. they realize they need help, whether it's um, therapy, whether it's self-love, whether it's a gym to help their mental health and their physical health. You know, when they, when they come to that waking moment and they go, I want that. Can someone help me with this, please? Because I, I, I can't find it and this is going to take a lot more. De'Aaron said it out loud, <laughs> put it out in the universe. And the universe responded with Mike Brown, with Domas Sabonis, with so much more than we could ever imagine. Stuff that he just truly, truly deserves. And I mean, and you can go to his off-the-court life and just like, um, you know, finding Rissé and uh, uh, being getting married over the summer and then having a newborn and just these things that you see maybe with your old friends from school also mature over their years. De'Aaron Fox is just maturing in front of our eyes while making millions of dollars being an NBA player. So the Kings have 32 wins mm -hmm. this year. That's the most wins since 2018-19 when they won 39 in an entire season. They've got 32 before the break. I mean, they haven't had a lot of teams above 500, but this this is starting to move in some interesting territory for the Kings. Big time win for them. Coming up next, the Phoenix Suns. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's check in next on Discord with J-Rock. What's up, J-Rock? What's going on? How's everything? Man, we're good, good, man. How are you? It's been a while, and uh, I'm happy, obviously. It's a good win that we got, and I wanted to come in here and ask you guys a few questions. What's up? Fire away, J-Rock. So the first thing I wanted to start off with before we go into All-Star break is how did you feel about the performance of the of our bench? Tonight, specifically? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Compared to last night. It, oh, just... night and day. I mean, they stepped... You know what I felt like? They stepped up. They understood what was at stake, what they needed to produce uh, as a bench squad, not only from the offensive end, you saw what TD added, what Trey Lyles added, but really from the defensive end, it felt like it was a point of emphasis to find man before just 
going in there and finding ball, trying to go for a rebound, especially when this team takes a lot of threes. And when you have a team taking, or I'm talking about the Mavs, when the Mavs take a lot of threes, like that rebound is going to go everywhere. You got to make sure you're just putting a man, a body on an individual. And they really did a good job at that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also thought to add to that, like last night we were talking about the rebounding and how, McGee and Powell combined for like 20 and 13 or something like that. And the Kings just needed to do a better job rebounding. And by the way, I like the fact that we were talking about other things besides scoring with the bench. Yeah. The bench yeah. scoring was great. They had 24 bench points mm. last night against Dallas. They respond with, I believe, 40 plus. I'm and talk about Terrence Davis stepping Dude, up today. Terrence, Terrence Davis is huge. And But to the, go back to the rebounding, yeah, they had 42 bench points tonight after 24 last night. But... When you can get Terrence Davis giving you six rebounds, Lyles gives you six, Metsu gives you three in eight minutes, then from your starters, Keegan gives you six, 14 from Domas, Herter with eight. They won the rebounding battle tonight, and that was significant. They won the offensive rebounding battle tonight. Sabonis had four offensive rebounds. TD with two offensive rebounds. Points in the paint, 74-46 Kings. Second chance points, 17 eight Sacramento the bench was great and you're asking about Terrence Davis yeah we gave him his a lot of love at the start of this because it's a guy that he's a guy that's been in and out of the rotation he's had moments even last night I thought I was really frustrated watching him at times last night but Brown is willing to give him a chance because a guy is coachable and he wants to be better he wants to he's receptive he doesn't have an ego like that. Mm -hmm. And he comes in and he remains confident. And to remain confident when your coach pulls you out, sits you down, and doesn't play you for stretches, that's a hard thing to overcome. He has done that, and he came out tonight and was huge for this team. Huge stepping up for Malik's role, and I'm very happy for him getting the steals for us too. Yeah. I am expecting that on Valentine's Day to go into that All-Star break. Yeah. I mean, it was... Um... It was big time. I was I was really happy with it, and hopefully they can close the right way when they take on the Suns. Yeah, that that's gonna be J Rock. You said you had another question. Yeah, I'll ask you one more. Um, let's say if uh, the first round have started, and who would you like for our first round? Dallas or Dallas, one hundred percent Dallas. Bring them on. Yeah, bring them on. Really? Yeah, Dallas? lack lack of defense. You know, and again, I'm not scared of Dallas. I well that that. I think I am scared of them just because you're a coward. <laughs> you're a coward if you're scared. I'm, of them. I'm being I'm being brutally honest. Yeah, they're they're a very really really good basketball team. Hey and hey, I need you to know. So are the Kings. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you know Deuce, I said the same thing on the Lakers with you last time, and yeah, I know you weren't liking that. But I have to be honest on these teams just because they know what they're doing as well, and yeah. we went to overtime with them for a reason. Yeah, no. no, and they and they have the experience, and not to say that the Kings uh, can't get better from here on out as well as these other teams will as well. But yeah, Dallas would be the the one I'd want to go up against. And again, look at our choices too. You know, our, our, there's there's some really good basketball teams in the Western Conference, and it's not like I expect the Kings to even get to the second round. So appreciate you joining us, J Rock. All no right. problem. I'll yeah. talk to you guys later. See ya. Let's uh let's go through a couple more. Let's go to Fenwin. Fenwin. I don't know if I'm saying it. What's up, Fenny Fen? Fen, you're a night chat. 
Uh, as we wait, I'll read a comment. Yeah. Uh, Adam says, great win, but wow, the perimeter defense is really getting frustrated. frustrating. Does Mitchell get more playing time if his defense continues? Definitely needs improvement. I thought they were better tonight. I mean, there are still moments, but you, dude, Kyrie Irving can get in the paint. Like, he's just really good. Same um, with Luca, by the way. Yeah, so I thought was the effort was much better. The problem with Davion right now is I think they just liked what TD was giving them to off the bench. They just were rolling with different types of lineups, and Davion just hasn't found the rhythm offensively. I, You know, he had a nice take to the basket, missed the shot. Mm. He had a look from the outside, missed the shot. So, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. What's up, Fen? Hey, how's it going? Good. good. What's up, man? How do you say good. your username? Fenwin. 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 Okay, good. Fenwin, good. yeah. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, uh, super happy to be a part of this. Yeah, it's very cool. Dude. Very, very cool. Thank Glad you. you're here. Yeah, uh, I just want to, this is not so much a question, more just a comment. I just want to shout out how, like, thrilled I am that this team is finally legitimately competitive. Um, I've been a fan for, I don't know, like, over well over a decade now. And my sister was able to go to the game tonight, and it was her first time going to a game Oof. for the first time in, I don't know, like, a dozen years probably. And just to see a legitimately competitive game where it was exciting, it was thrilling, they got the W, uh, everything was good. The vibes were good. The beam was lit. Uh, just to see the city coming together and just like the energy and the culture and just everything about it, just it fills my little 916 heart so much. Aww. And I could not be more, more jazzed to to see this team finally, finally realizing the legacy of those 2000s teams that just could not, you know, just could not do it. And finally, finally kind of breaking out uh, the uh, the funk that has been the last you know decade and a half yeah and to win a game where you don't knock down a ton of threes mm. um i also love the fact that the kings only had seven turnovers in this game that was significant too but yeah as far as your larger point just it's it sucked a lot of people back in you know like obviously when you're bad for 16 years the people who were like hardcore like they fade like you're gonna lose fans sure you have the hardcore idiots like us, right? Who just like, Definitely hey, abuse idiots. us and play shitty for 16 years. We're still here. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll be here forever. Hey, you is do this anything the year? you want to is us. Is this the year it's going to turn? Like, we're, 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 we're just, it's like a cult for us for some reason. But now you're starting to see people like, I've connected with old friends who are like back in and they're yeah. super engaged. Morgan's brother, Jesse, is just oh my like, God. he is so into it. He was at the game tonight and it's just, it's cool. Like the beam has brought the city like together in a weird way. This such a small, simple idea. This laser gets shot up in the air after a win. And people are like, this is amazing. Uh, no, it's just, it's cool. And I, I'm glad you're enjoying the ride because I think sometimes we do get caught up into it. And I, I'm in our discord all the time talking to fans who are super hardcore and they're just, you know, it's, they live and die with every moment in the game. And it's like the up and downs. And I'm like, Man, I'm just trying to get people, and I've, I'm repeating myself here, but like, there is zero, there's nothing like the come up. There's zero like it. Like, next year is going to feel different. Oh, yeah. Like, because the expectations yeah, are going to be yeah. higher. The, the, the freshness of the beam is going to wear off. Expectations, like Morin said, are going to be higher. Never forget this year. Never this, forget this it. Is the, so, just all I ask is, yeah, they're going to lose some games here. They will. Um, but hopefully they, they're still in the playoffs in the top six. 
and we have a fun series and we just en- just enjoy the ride is all I'm saying. And it's I'm enjoying it. I hope others too. And it sounds like you are. Oh, hell yeah, definitely. You know, it's like I've been a, a fan forever. And, yeah. you know, everybody asks me, oh, you know, you're an NBA fan. I tell them, yeah, definitely. And they say, what's your team, Sacramento? And they're like, why? Well, you know, I'm from there. So I feel like, you know, ethically, morally obligated to root for my hometown team. And they just look at me with like this sad pity. And I'm like, no, you don't understand, right? This is who we are, what we are. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like to finally get validation, right? To finally see our players get all-star call-ups to finally see the to get the sort of the national recognition to get the 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 clutch wins to get just the the experience of those exciting games after so many years of just yeah no you know we're going to be playing games because we you know thank god we have a team but to now finally have that legitimate exciting yeah time it's just so it's so good and for the larger community like, I'm just so thrilled that Sacramento does this. It's so big. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, checking in with us, man. Thanks so much for the yeah. support. And, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll hear from you soon. Yeah, I love what y'all do. It, I, I tune in every time. It's really great. So, Dude, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. I love man. it. I, I love appreciate it. it. No, thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. All right, there's Fan. Um, yeah, I think the other thing that I'm just really happy with right now, um, you know, we, I was... So excited the year the Kings got the number five pick in the draft. Well, they were supposed to have number three, but pick swap, and they end up dropping the five. And remember how much I wanted the year of the Fox? Mm-hmm. So bad. Um, And to see the difference between De'Aaron when he was like this 18, 19-year-old kid when he first yeah. got to Sacramento. Pretty immature. Yeah. You know, kind of cocky. Like, think about yourself at 18, 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And now to see him now, it's just, it is pretty wild. Yeah, it, I it's, love it and it's, so much. It's not, I'm not even talking about the player right now. I'm just talking about the person. Yeah. And there's something satisfying as people who have watched his journey to see it's like, oh, wow. He is, this is the most comfortable he's ever been in his own skin as a person, but on the floor, just like seeing the game differently, right? Like, change of speed not just trying to blow by people improving his game like i don't know i just i look at what he's done and i'm like dude i'm just happy for this guy yeah like, he's I'm been with through you. a lot i'm with you in so many different ways all right let's take one more let's check in with jas karn if that's how i say it jas karn what's up jask you're a night chat with deuce and yeah Ro. hello, <coughs> hello. What's, what's up man hey. yeah clear that throat get ready how you doing man <laughs> Like the beam. Hell yeah, man. It's been a while. It's been a while I talked to y'all. I know. And I, I is it is it Jess Karn? Is that how you say it? Yeah, you got it right. Okay, actually. good, 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 good. Yeah. What's on your uh, mind? I'm going to say is, you know, first quarter, I was like iffy for a second. You know, I felt like it's going to be the same for the last game. But luckily, you know, Terrence Davis stepped up for us since, you know, Muck was hurt. And I'm, I'm glad he stepped up. Definitely for sure. Yeah, I thought he was big. Um, And Jess Karn, you're on Twitter, right? I see your, yeah. you, you're always retweet. You actually tweet some pretty good stuff. Like you find like the rarest of Kings content. Sometimes I think you like posted something about, uh, AG and, oh. and Paul Pierce, dude. Yeah. Yep. I was like, dude, that was amazing. No, you have some good stuff. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, no, I thought TD was big tonight. Fox was amazing. It, were you at I the game Lyle, or were you just watching? Yeah, Lyle's, Lyle's doing as a center during overtime in the four quarters and his bonus was fouled out. He's got the same thing he did against, um, 
Minnesota yeah, yeah. against the Rose. That's that's what I like about. Were you at the game tonight? Uh, I wasn't. I'm, but actually, I'm four and one when I go to Kings game, so that's you, good. Ju- okay, just you, repeat what you just said. You are four and one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm four I, and one. Jasker, I, I love it. Yeah, just to be cl- just to be it. clear, just to, let's be. No, crisp. don't the, be clear. I like the it. The Kings are four and one. No. When I when I go to the, there you go. go. The Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. you. you had nothing to do with hey. it. Hey, yeah. Just, I'm, just oh. kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay. Honestly okay. though, honestly though, Deuce one time uh, during this game tonight said something to me. Oh my god, dude! All so the, the producer. We have like an earpiece in our our Ear. ears. There you go. We have an earpiece in our ears. Uh, like an, it's called an IFB. And the mm-hmm. producer's like, hey, if the Kings win, you get Fox. So I'm like, hey, Morgan, like, hey, if you get Fox, like, let's ask him about this. I'm like, hey, he's got 20s. Morgan waved me off. Stop, stop, stop. I'm like, okay, Morgan. Okay. I'm just trying to get prepared for when we talk to Jay Fox after the game. I waved him off because I didn't. She didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to jinx the win because it was uh, too close. Uh, I, I get it. It's all, all us Kings fans just jinx stuff. Like, oh, we're going to win this one. It's easy. Yeah. We lost. Yeah, it's like it's it's there's it's a full cycle. You can't really do anything. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, um, I appreciate you checking in, man. You have anything yeah, else? Yeah, for sure. Um, huh, I guess one of my friends just became a Spurs fan because he likes Kyrie. Since like his his team is the Spurs, um, I'm my just talks crap on. Wait, 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 wait. He became a Mavs Spurs. fan. You're saying? Kind of because of Kyrie. Uh, he likes Kyrie. You okay. said the Spurs, and we were like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, he's a Spurs fan, but he likes Kyrie. Got I see. It. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big time Spurs fan. So. Well, uh, uh, I appreciate you uh, checking in with us, man. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Yeah. Hope y'all have a great night. You Thanks. too. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, there's man. Jask, man. Jask card. He's some good stuff on like he. Yeah, I've seen some. I think I have. There's certain people like that will tweet out if if any person in the world utter something about the Kings, you will find it like on his Twitter or okay. Kings Reddit. Cool. I'm on Kings Reddit a lot. Just checking in. I do not comment. Um, you lurk. I don't have time. No, I don't have, I, I, the, the, the I'm most active in our discord. Yes, you are. And I, I used to, to be Twitter. It's been, I discord. was in our discord today. I know about time you showed up. Oh yeah. Damn. Jask is also 16. That's what, what? No. Uh, his pipes sound a little different than Pernille's, huh? No. Uh, no, he does sound... Like, he sounds like 17. Yeah. Uh, I put a poll question up, too. Uh, almost 1,000 votes in there. Was this the best Kings win of the season? The options... Oh, hell yes. Give me a hell yeah. Or no. <laughs> 14% said Four, no. 14% say no. 86% say, oh, hell Yes. Um, do you think it was the best one of the year? I mean, I'm, I'm to being, date. I'm being biased because of how it made me feel. I think it was. I 100%. like how it made me feel. Yes, one hundred billion percent. It was um, not only because of the bounce back on the second night of a bounce back, the adjustments that were made, the historic Luca and Kyrie angle being in there. Two star players. You don't know what you're going to get from them. And then De'Aaron Fox just going off 
late in that one. Obviously, with so many uh, good things happening with Sabonis and then Terrence Davis as well. I mean, I just think as the season goes on, right, it gets later in the year, the wins become more important, right? Like, they're definitely fun wins. Where, oh, my God, that win they had uh, against the Nets. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The 19-0 run against the Cavs this in Cleveland without Fox. It the important. importance of this game. Yeah. Post-trade deadline when you weren't super active. Yep. Other teams were, and mm. you didn't have a great road trip. Is that you mean survived it? This was a big time win, I and uh, yeah, I think the fans need it, and I think the the Gold One Center fans need it too. Yeah, um, it was needed. Next up for the Kings, uh, they get a couple of days off. They get Super Bowl Sunday off. They get Monday off. Tuesday against the Phoenix Suns. The Suns have won seven of ten. They played Friday night against the Pacers. One. They've been off since Friday. Their next game's not until the Kings game. On Tuesday in Phoenix, oh Booker's back, you know, CP3, cool. no Kevin Durant. He's okay. not going to be back. He's still dealing with the MCL thing. I mean, it's, it's another opportunity to take on a team that's two games behind you. Yeah. And I, I don't care if they don't have the same depth without Bridges and Cam Johnson and, you know, Crowder, who hasn't been there this year. But, like, it's still a good team. We and know what Book yeah. can do. And yep. so what's going to be your point of emphasis? What's going to be the thing that you lock in on when it comes to Devin Booker, when it comes to DeAndre Ayton? Um, you just got – it's, again, you know what this team is capable of. you got to come in there ready to ball out. Oh, I can't – it's going to be intense. Yeah, it is. But Suns are kind of fragile, right? Hey there, Turbo. I'm talk. ready for that. Go get a big road win. I'm here for it. The Kings' next home game, by the way. Yeah? Isn't for a minute. <laughs> and, and obviously, the All-Star break's coming up. The Kings are not home. So they their final game before the All-Star break is against the Suns on Valentine's Day. People celebrate oh. that. I know. Um, their next home game, February 23rd. Yeah. That's 11 days from now. Yeah. So... Not too bad. Well, uh, I just want to thank everyone for hanging out with us tonight. Before we go, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. That should be at 500 by now. Let's go. You guys are literally the best. Appreciate everyone who said what's up to us at the game. Appreciate everyone who hit us up on social media and shared, um, hey, good job on NBC Sports California. Oh, you guys are awesome. We even had one guy who told us we were not good and oh, that yes. the Kings broadcast sucks. He said everyone but sucks. We appreciate <laughs> everyone supporting us, being a part of this journey. We love you guys so, so, so much. Enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yeah. But we got to go. Thanks for being a part of all of it. We appreciate you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your night. See ya. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.